In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Judges chapter 19, verses 22 through 26, where I'll ask the question, what caused civil war in Israel? Judges 19, verses 22 through 26 says, And they were making their hearts merry. Behold, the men of the city, worthless fellows, surrounded the house, beating on the door. And they said to the old man, the master of the house, bring out the man who came into your house, that we may know him. And the man, the master of the house, went out to them and said to them, No, my brothers, do not act so wickedly. Since this man has come into my house, do not do this vile thing. Behold, here are my virgin daughter and his concubine. Let me bring them out now. Violate them and do with them what seems good to you. But against this man, do not do this outrageous thing. But the men would not listen to him. So the man seized his concubine and made her go out to them, and they knew her and abused her all night until the morning. And as the dawn began to break, they let her go. And as morning appeared, the woman came and fell down at the door of the man's house where her master was until it was light. The book of Judges explains the role of different judges as they came up in the period after the conquest there for the people of Israel, before they had a king in the land. And one of the sayings that comes up over and over again is, there was no king in the land and everyone did what was right in his own eyes. And this is sort of one of the themes of the book of Judges, that whenever there is not a ruler in the land, people will just do whatever's right in their own eyes. And we all know that if you're doing what's right in your own eyes, chances are good that there's gonna be some wickedness taking place. Well, here in Judges chapter 19, verses 22 through 26, we see just a hint of that great wickedness that happens when everyone does what's right in their own eyes. So here are three thoughts answering the question, what caused civil war in Israel? Thought number one, hospitality. Now, you wouldn't think that it's hospitality that causes the civil war, and it isn't. In fact, the man who takes in the Levite and his concubine, he is doing what is culturally appropriate at the time. And in the section before the reading that I gave you, what we find is that the Levite shows up, he has his concubine with him, and normally what would take place is people would invite the stranger, they would invite the traveler into their home, just as this old man had done. They invite them in and be hospitable toward them. Well, what's happening here in Gibeah is the opposite of that. Nobody is taking the Levite in until the old man shows up there at the end of the day. And when the people find out that the Levite is there in the man's house, the citizens, the men of Gibeah, they're all coming in there because they want to engage in rape and torture of this man. An absolute affront to this demand of hospitality there in that culture. Thought number two, violence. The men of the city wanted to be violent towards the Levite. So instead of being hospitable toward him, what did they want to do? They wanted to be violent. They wanted to rape him and probably rape him to death because after all, that is what they do with his concubine when she gets grabbed and thrown out into the street. And this is absolutely horrendous. This is the picture of the people of Sodom and Gomorrah, except these are the people of God. These are Israelites who are doing this. And this is absolutely amazing. Nothing like this has ever been done among them before. And people are absolutely flabbergasted at the amount of violence that is taking place when everyone does what's right in their own eyes. 
And what we need to recognize is that if there are no constraints upon man, then man is free to do anything. And when man's free to do anything, he's going to do some truly horrendous violence in the world. This is just a small picture of the type of violence that was taking place in Israel that is an absolute affront to everything that God had commanded his people to be like. Thought number three, cowardice. So the Levite, when he's there and the people are banging on the door, he grabs a hold of his concubine and he throws her out. And this is directly contrary to what he should have done. If anybody was going to suffer at the hands of these violent men, it should have been who? It should have been the men. It shouldn't have been the women. And I know, you're gonna tell me, Martin, you're a sexist. Martin, you're just absolutely horrendous. But tell me, who has a better shot against this group? Of course, terrible things are gonna happen, but are you gonna take your own loved one? You're gonna take your own person that you have shared your life with and you're gonna throw them out into the street to be raped and murdered before going yourself? What kind of man is that? He's a coward. The Levite here is a coward. He's a coward and he is not living up to his responsibility as a man, the responsibility to care for and nurture the people around him, in particular, his family. So cowardice, violence, a rejection of hospitality, all of these things lead up to this horrendous event where afterwards, when everything is said and done, the Levite takes his concubine, he cuts her up into pieces and sends parts of her all over the nation. That prompts this great civil war where all the rest of the tribes of Israel send their fighting men to attack the Benjaminites because of their great wickedness and their refusal to correct this great sin at Gibeah. Violence begets violence. And this is something that we have all seen played out in the world over and over again. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Judges chapter 17 through 21. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.